For the Daily Princetonian, I'm Katerina Shaudia. You are listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover new protections in New Jersey for temp workers, an earthquake in Turkey and Syria, and a Prince feature on sustainability and the Art Museum. It's Tuesday, February 7th. The Princeton University Art Museum is set for completion in fall 2024. I sat down with features writer Rafaela Gold to discuss her piece about the intersection between the construction project and sustainability. So you wrote a piece about sustainability and the art museum. Would you be able to briefly touch upon the ramifications construction of the new Princeton University Art Museum has on sustainability? Yeah, sure. So basically, whenever a new building is built or constructed, one process that goes into that or something to consider is that building's embodied carbon, which is the amount of um, emissions associated with the actual building process and kind of the structural materials used when building the building. That will always have some ramifications on the environment. And usually a building's embodied carbon will far outweigh any sustainability features that it will eventually have. But It's also important to think about the whole life of the building and the fact that buildings also have operational carbon, which is the amount of carbon emissions produced once the building is fully constructed. And Princeton's art museum is going to include a lot of sustainability features to hopefully eventually outweigh the embodied carbon of building the building in the first place. And university sustainability committee members um, and people who are working on the art museum are also already thinking about the embodied carbon and trying to use materials that will yield as low a carbon footprint as possible. In the article, you mentioned that the new Princeton University Art Museum is supposed to be more environmentally friendly compared to the previous structure. Could you elaborate on how that would be possible? There are a few ways that the new art museum um, is going to be more sustainable. So one of them is in the actual materials that are used to build the building. So they're primarily going to be using wood trusses rather than structural steel when possible. And... There, there have been studies showing that uh, materials like structural steel and concrete have really negative environmental impacts and the University Sustainability Committee has been doing research on that on Princeton's campus when possible, even though structural steel is sometimes necessary for the foundation of a building they're using wood more often. They're also going to be connecting the art museum to the new geo exchange system that's being built on campus. Currently, our campus is powered by a cogeneration plant which burns natural gas and over the course of the next decade, Princeton is drilling geothermal wells underground and is going to use a geo-exchange system to heat campus instead. So the art museum will be linked to that system and that system doesn't burn any natural gas. Rather, it just redistributes heat on a seasonal basis in the summer and the winter. And so the art museum will use that. Also, the university is installing more solar panels over the course of the next few years and those will be associated with the new art museum as well. So those are just a few of the sustainability features that the art museum includes. Thank you. Thank you. Gold's piece will be out later this week. In New Jersey, temporary workers will soon receive sweeping new protections and rights under a law government Phil Murphy signed yesterday. The Temp Worker Bill of Rights is the first one of its kind in the U.S. and will benefit more than 127,000 essential temp workers. The legislation will take effect in 90 days and will give temp workers in New Jersey the right to information in English, as well as their native language, about where they are working, their pay rate, and what work they will be doing. The bill also will ensure temp workers earn at least minimum wage after fees are deducted from their pay by their temp agencies. The agencies will also be required to pay their workers as much as their full-time counterparts. Princeton University currently has 12 approved and preferred contracted temp firms. In international news, Turkey and Syria were struck with a 7.8 magnitude earthquake early yesterday morning. 
It was followed by powerful aftershocks leaving thousands of collapsed buildings and killing more than 3,800 people. The quake hit at 4.17 a.m. local time on Monday and was felt through Cyprus, Egypt, Israel and Lebanon. A series of aftershocks, which included 7.8 magnitude tremor, struck Turkey, one of the deadliest to hit the country in more than 20 years. In Turkey, at least 2,379 people were killed, 13,293 injured, and more than 5,600 buildings were destroyed. Many of the 3.6 million Syrian refugees taken in by Turkey were in the affected areas. UN's efforts to provide humanitarian relief were complicated by power cuts, blocked roads, and other disruption left by the aftermath of the earthquake. Today expect partly cloudy skies with a high of 46 and a low of 37. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Eden Toshoma, Oshi Lahiri, and me. Sound engineered by Eden Toshoma and produced under the 147th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn for the Daily Princetonian. I'm Katia Shaudia. Have a wonderful day.